shotglassdigital.com. Looking, looking around, still not in California. I'm still here in the Star Wars room coming at you with furthering, not at celebration coverage on this, your safe place to geek out. This is the Geek Out Loud Podcast. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Geek Out Loud, not at celebration coverage, continues here. Ladies and gentlemen, my name's Steve Glosson, so glad to be along with you. And what a day it has been. My Lanta, ladies and gentlemen, we laughed, we cried, we cheered, we sighed, we rhymed, and we timed. Everything just perfectly. No, guys, man, oh man, I, right off the bat, I don't know that anyone from StarWars.com or Verizon is listening to me, but I just want to say one of the greatest things that they could have ever done for we, the audience who is not at Celebration, is do the live Celebration coverage they're doing. It's being done super well, and man... It's If you're not watching it, just pull it up on your phone, pull it up on your computer, do it. Because if you want to, it's the closest thing you can get to feeling like you're there. And I love what, uh, <laughs> I love the tweet from Daniel and Indy earlier today. If you're not following Daniel and Indy, you should be. He's at uh, YWing004 on Twitter. And he basically said, <laughs> if you know what, uh, what aisle 200 is, you're not at celebration. <laughs> and it's true. It's so true. But And I want to say thanks to everyone who... Now, today has been busy, and I know how you get, how it gets when we get there, when you get there to the celebration <clears throat> and and stuff. Um, I, I definitely know how it is. You know, you, you, you try to do the social media and stuff, and you can't remember every hashtag you're supposed to use. So thanks to everyone who's been out at celebration and... Um, is using the hashtag this one's for Steve or T O F S, and uh, we thank you so much for that. I thank you for that. I've had some actual friends of mine in real life say, "Wow, you've got people who really like you." I'm like, "Thanks, thank you so much, thank you for for that 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 you let me know people really like me." Um, 
So <laughs> if you're watching the coverage, you get a really good look at the um, the the EX, the EFX booth uh, that that's there on the on the convention floor, and um, good time. And you can see all of their boxes and everything that they're doing uh, and selling. And maybe that you want, uh, they've got some Clone Trooper helmets on display big time down there. And it looks like they've even still got some old leftover Master FX lightsabers. So if you're out there in California go and you don't have one, go snag one. Um, also floating around today have been pictures from the Force exhibits, uh, Force Awakens exhibit at Celebration. Uh, and hey, right now live in the chat, uh, Sean Hesmix Potter has put these out, has has put a link to an imager account with those in there. We've got snow troopers. Um, we've got uh, flame troopers. We've got uh, X-Wings, model, you know, studio model X-Wings, and um, Finn's jacket, and Ray's outfit, and, <coughs> excuse me, Various and sundry costumes. They've got Kylo Ren's lightsaber hilt. And you really kind of are able to look and see this thing, guys. Serious business. Just how junked together this thing is. Um, you see that it's not necessarily the work of a skilled craftsman. It's very, very cool. Um, so, wow. It's a great shot. Riley and Bethany Bland from the Star Wars Report have been posting pictures up as well. Um, I, today has been all about, has been all about, uh, for me, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, watching the panels and everything else. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, of course that trailer, oh, that trailer. I still get chills just watching the thing. I don't know how many times I've watched it today, but my Lanta, I this thing, oh my Lanta, I I just I, let me tell 
I'll, I'll tell my story. I'll tell my not at celebration story really quickly. Working today in the cafe, and um, and yesterday we were swamped busy, and today we weren't like swamped, but we were very steady. And we had an unusually amount, large number of people come in our third hour of lunch, that one to two o'clock hour. So when the panel started, by the way, when the Kathleen Kennedy, J.J. Abrams panel started, and <clears throat> so here I am, I've got my phone set on my prep table set up, and I'm watching this thing, trying to hear as best I can out of my little phone speakers, <coughs> excuse me, and trying to, uh, you know, hear what's going on and, and, and make out everything's happening between orders. I would pick the phone up so I could hear it better. And then as finally, as things kind of slowed down a little bit, I stepped outside, out of our back door, and I'm standing in a little alleyway behind the restaurant, just watching this thing go down. And I want to talk about moments in the panel that were just huge. Uh, number one, I was kind of confused that they didn't let James Arnold Taylor, who is the host of the Celebration stage there at Celebration 7, go ahead and host this panel, rather than the guy from Entertainment Weekly. He did a fine job, but... Too many times he acted as though they were on national TV or in front of an ignorant audience. Um, he's like, you, I mean, there was one point where he was like, you know, a droid is a robot. Something like that. Something like that. I mean, he might as well have said, well, you know, Star Wars was first released in 1977. And um, and it was just kind of like, we, we know this. The, the, your audience is 100% aware of, of of what's going on here, sir. Your audience knows <laughs> you're not you're not with a bunch of non fans. The people here paid their money to come to something called Star Wars Celebration. So, but he did a great job interviewing J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy. They talked about um, the Creature Shop a little bit, which was really cool because that's something that we've not uh, we've not heard that term really used since the original trilogy days. During the prequel trilogy, we didn't hear a lot about a creature shop and that sort of thing. And so it was neat to see pictures of people working on these physical puppets and, and monsters and masks and stuff. As well as uh, they talked about the droid unit. And <clears throat> so when... Um, first off, I'd like to say this. Someone in the chat says they have to cater to the GP watching elsewhere. I don't know how much the general public was watching this. I don't know that the general public's getting on StarWars.com and seeing this thing as being live, you know, being live broadcast. So, <clears throat> anyway. Um, where was I? Oh, then they talk about the droid builders. And I thought it was really cool that they hired droid builders. You know, these guys that have been doing this as hobby hired them to come do R2 because George Lucas had actually said at a celebration, you know, when he was watching these droids, kind of people do these droids, remote control droids. He's like, I wish we'd have had these on the movie. Um, you know, that they, they went a harder way with it. And so, you know, they brought those guys out, which was really cool. And guys, then they rolled out BB-8. If you're not impressed with BB-8, then you are much smarter than me. <laughs> I don't understand how this droid works. The droid is literally a ball with a head on top that stays on top no matter how the ball rolls and where that thing goes. It is 
it is ridiculous. They rolled this thing out on stage. It's a prop. I was looking for, you know, little grooves maybe, you know, in the way the ball would roll around to see if it's... Mm-mm. So it's got to be magnets or something, but I'm telling you, it looks incredibly, incredibly cool and incredibly neat, and he just seems to be... This little droid is... I think going to take the world by storm. I really do. I, this little droid, he blew, it blew my mind to see this thing roll out on stage. And, um, and I am all for BB eight. I am a fan of BB eight. Um, so I'm watching this thing and y'all, when R2 came out on stage, I got a little bit verklempt as they say, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that's special. Even though I've seen R2 rolling around, but when they said, this is R2, he's from the set. You know, it was just really just a neat moment. And then BB-8 came out, and I'm like, oh, this is just amazing. And I just couldn't get over it. Then they brought the actors out um, to kind of talk about themselves. And they had a great, these guys had great chemistry with each other. It was a really neat thing. And you could see, you know, how, and they seemed genuinely happy to be there and genuinely happy at the response that they were getting from the audience. And they asked Oscar Isaac to talk about Poe Dameron and what his character was. And he's like, I'm the best pilot in the freaking galaxy. And I'm like, oh my Lanta. This guy is about to... (laughs) He and Han Solo are not going to like one another very much. Poe Dameron and Han Solo, I guarantee, this is just speculating based on that, not going to be friends at first. Um... But uh, but he was there. Finn, Oscar Boyega, who plays Finn, confirmed that Finn is a stormtrooper, and uh, and so um, so and then they wouldn't confirm if he's a good guy or a bad guy. What they did in a very great way. Ray talked about what she does, or or I'm sorry, Daisy Ridley talked about who Ray is and what she does, and um, and who her character is, and it was just a really cool moment with those guys then they brought out uh anthony daniels carrie fisher uh peter mayhew and mark hamill and um and they talked a little bit but not much and then and then had like a chance for for a cast photo and um and and so uh just i'm you know it was a great panel and then they ended with that trailer and guys i'm sitting there in the back alley uh, you know, watching this thing where I can hear it okay. And just the more it goes, the more it goes, the more it goes, I just, my eyes start stinging and I'm in, in the lump in my throat. And then it ends with, with Han saying, Chewie, we're home. And I had to compose myself before I walked back inside. It, I was just like, Oh my Lanta, this, I mean, it emotionally got me. And I'm so glad to hear that other people were emotionally taken with this thing as well, too. I didn't expect to be emotionally struck um, by by this trailer as much as I was this teaser. They're calling it a teaser. Um, I'm trying to to work out something here real quick Um, with, with, uh, with Riley Blanton. And uh, I'm, I'm sending a text. I apologize. This is very unprofessional of me. So for that, I apologize. 
So, the, yeah, it's just amazing. And you know what? We're going to break it down frame by frame. We are going to break it down. Uh, Donnie D, break it down. We're going to break it down frame by frame. It's going to be amazing. Uh, because I want to talk about so many things that are in this teaser. Abrams called it a teaser, which has started to lead to speculation of could they be unveiling a full trailer on Sunday? I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyhow, uh, want to bring out a couple of other highlights from the day that I got to watch the coverage. Got to watch Ian McDiarmid uh, with James Arnold Taylor, which was a great panel. They had a fun time uh, chit-chatting and discussing things and talking about some stuff. And Ian McDiarmid did a reading from uh, The Jedi Death Return, William Shakespeare's Star Wars The Jedi Death Return. And, oh my lord, he is just he just went into The Emperor. And it was fascinating. Uh, it was just a, a thing to behold. Um, <clears throat> we're going to call uh, Riley Blanton, and um, who is out there. He's actually at Celebration right now. Um, and they just tweeted, this one's for Steve, 789. Seven, eight, nine. Drop the mic, walk away. Let's see if we can pull up Riley here. It's a calling. Hello? Riley Blanton. Mr. Steve Glosson, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. You're live at Mixer.com slash Golaverse. We're doing our Not at Celebration coverage for the day. Uh, we've been oh. we've been watching Celebration as best we can on the amazing live stream that Verizon and StarWars.com are doing. And uh, I know. It, it's been fantastic. They're doing some great coverage. And, uh, and, and it all, and it just, it makes me feel happy and sad all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. No, it's crazy. They've got a whole entire section of the main exhibitor hall with an entire setup of the cantina. Dude, that cantina and that's set, where they're yes. doing, I, and I, I guess I'm probably telling you stuff you're seeing. I just walked by it earlier today and was just floored. Yeah, the can it looks amazing. And they're doing something really cool where I don't know if they're only letting cosplayers in there. But there, but basically, it's all Star Wars characters walking back and forth in that thing. Um, yeah. Up at the bar, and and a moment ago, uh, they had Dave Filoni sitting down at a table, and a little critter um, that's from the canteen was actually there between them as they were talking, and so it was. It's really cool what they're doing. But uh, we all got to watch the panel this morning, the J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy panel. Holy cow! And, and I know you were there. And you guys were actually at the main celebration stage. We were. I was not. No, okay. I was actually. I was actually at um, the digital stage. Okay. Okay. Um, but I who was in the main stage was uh, Teresa Delgado. Yeah. Who squeezed in like in the last. She and Aaron were in line at about what seven, and the line closed for the main stage at about seven thirty. Um, so they were in like the last couple hundred people mm -hmm. to be in there but that was in the, i was in the digital stage okay. um 
which which was actually a fun presentation as well. It, it's sort of like, it kind of goes back to the whole coverage thing. They really did a bang-up job of making sure if you're at this convention, you can see this panel. It doesn't matter um, what time of the morning. It's a, there was a little bit of queuing trouble, so some people got to their stages late for the overflow ones. But right. as you well know, the, uh, the all the best reveals were towards the end. So, yes. man, I, I'll tell you what. So we were sitting... With, uh, of course, Michael Cohen, mm-hmm. Kyle Baca. Mm-hmm. I was sitting next to Jason Hunt. Oh, yes. Which, 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 imagine sitting next to Jason Hunt for that trailer. It is exactly <laughs> as amazing as you would think it was. Where was Carl? Then, Where was on my left and, and a few more. But uh, just at the end of it, everyone started just chanting, perfection, perfection. Nice. <laughs> nice. It was. It was in so many ways yeah. perfection. Where was Carl LeClaire? Uh, Carl was next to Jason uh, just so far for me, yeah. and uh, I um I had my zoom out during the uh, trailer. I just kind of held it in my hand to kind of capture the ambience audience reaction. Yeah, and you will hear a lot of Jason squealing and Carl roaring. I'm very glad I captured that <laughs> good. moment. Good, good. What else? Now, what have, what has the rest of your day consisted of out there? Yeah, no, I uh, hit up the um. The uh, John Williams panel that David Collins did, um, yes. every bit as great that you would expect it to be. Uh, really cool to see that presented visually. Uh, it actually helped a lot. Because I'm, I'm a guy who listened to the soundtrack so much, I always thought those sure. cues were in the movie, yes. even though I watched the movie a million times. Now, for those unfamiliar, uh, for those unfamiliar, really quickly, David Collins is doing a panel that was inspired by the podcast that he does with Jimmy Mack of Rebel Force Radio, and they actually took music cues from the soundtracks that aren't in the movie and replace them into uh, those clips of the movies, right? Of uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a a big, huge media presentation with with really professional multi-shots and stuff with his commentary over the theme. Wow. uh, What you would hear in the audio. But, yeah, we did that. uh, Got to hit up the main floor a little bit. Um, Probably the highlight of my day, honestly. Uh, I met up with two podcasters, Brian Brushwood, Justin Robert Young, uh, who I've been a long-time fan of, and I found out they would be here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we all met up and said, he said, well, what's the most important thing? we got to leave in an hour or two. And I said, dude, we got to go to this Force Awakens exhibit, yes. which I only heard about like last night. All of um, us did. All of us did, Riley. That's the thing. No uh, one knew that was there until like yesterday. Uh, I know. I know. It's seeing it's brilliant because at this stage of the game, Abrams is not the type of guy who likes to do tons and tons of reveals in terms of the characters and footage. Right. Like unlike Marvel, where you'll see a ton of, you know, I think we've already seen half a dozen Avengers trailer. <laughs> we were six months they, out. They have released well, that movie in 90-second increments. Basically. Yeah. But it, it, I'll tell you what, with The Force Awakens, they are being much more withdrawn, mm-hmm. but this was a great way to show off what they're doing to fans without um, showing tons and tons of footage and giving that kind of a limited experience uh, or right. exposure to plot details. Now, Riley, you weren't you weren't really part of the whole Star Wars fandom in the build up to the prequels. Um, and, no, but I'll tell I was you, not. but I'll tell you, this feels very Lucasian more than it feels a a Bramian. It feels very Lucasian. It feels very much like Lucasfilm under George Lucas's reign would do. Um, especially the the pictures I've seen from that Force Awakens. Um, exhibit because all they're showing in that exhibit are just up close you can see up close things we've already seen 
Yeah, and, and I exactly. and, right, and and that's very much the way Lucasfilm has done things for a while. But it just continues to build on your excitement. I was really Absolutely. impressed. I saw a picture, a, an up close picture of Kylo Ren's lightsaber hilt. Yes, and, I have one on my phone now. I will text it to you, sir. Yeah, well, it I, was ridiculous. Yeah, I saw someone had put it put it up on Imager, and I was watching and I was looking at it, and I mean, like, dude, it just it begs for us to talk about it. Um, it is so, and having just seen it, like, again, I'm looking at my watch two hours ago, mm -hmm. up close and in person, it is the most, like, cobbled together, yes. junking looking thing. It's amazing. Yes, and so so that's what I was, I, and I was saying that as I was looking at it here on the podcast. I'm like, you can tell that this is not the work of a master craftsman. That, yeah. you know, that, and it just, it begs that there's, so, I mean, like, dude, the conversations we would be having right now if I were out there, I hope you guys are having, uh, because... <laughs> I'm, I'm looking off at the corner, and, and Aaron Goins and Bethany and uh, Teresa are all doing exactly that right now. Yes. Speaking of which, let me get Teresa over here. I, I should put her on the line for a second to say hello. Okay, okay, well, that sounds good. I'll, I do have a question for you really quickly. Uh, sure thing, sure someone, thing. Someone in the chat uh, who calls himself Buddy Peacock. Um, okay. Said that you say that he does a good impression of me. Uh, a good impression of him. oh, did I meet? That's right. Uh, at the um, Rebel Force Radio Party, there was a guy who had a really good impression of you. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the one. Honestly, man, there's been so many people who it, it's been so different than Celebration Six because of the sheer amount of bloggers and podcasters mm -hmm. who know each other and are hanging out, yes, but also yes. the, all of the people who now know all of these various bloggers and podcasters and are hanging out. So I feel kind of bad because even first and second day, there's been so many people who said hi. Well, this is Michael. Um, this yeah, is, no, that's a great example. This is Michael Morris. Who, okay, of course. Yeah, he, he, of course. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, he's his screen name here is Buddy Peacock, which is an old wrestler, which is a wrestling. Yeah, you shouldn't. You should have. Uh, you should have said. Hot, you should have said so. I, we were at. Uh, we were hanging out at the uh, Rebel Force Radio thing last night, and uh, those guys. It's. I was telling people I talked to there. It's not a podcast. Um, it's an institution. That's true. It, uh, yeah. There was three, four times as many people there that have ever been at one of the live shows at uh, Celebration. Of course, it was packed. Well, I tell you, I want to hear this impersonation of me. So, uh, Michael Morris, you're on notice. Uh, whether you send me a voicemail or something, I need I need to hear. I I love the fact that there's someone out there who does an impersonation of me. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, the pressure's on, man. Yes. Well, tell you what, should I should I toss you over to uh, Teresa? Yeah, let's hear from Teresa Delgado Luther. Let's let's do that. Let's see. I'm going to uh, rudely jump in and say, "Hey, Teresa." What's happening, Teresa? Not much. How are you? I'm doing well. This is you're live at mixer.com slash goaliverse on Geek Out Loud with our not at celebration coverage. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are you're here in spirit, I'll tell you that. I, well, you better believe it because I am I feel kind of stalkery because ever since the live feed went live, it's been on either my phone or my computer. And I have not left it until it just ended a moment ago. So um, well, we have been hashtag TOFS for you, and that means the world to me. Like you have no idea how much it warms my heart um, to see those hashtags and everything. So now you got there. You you had problems with flight yesterday, but you got in okay. You're there. What has your day been like today? I'm exhausted, mm -hmm. and I was hungry earlier. Um, but I got food, so it solved that problem. Still exhausted. You, I changed clothes, so I feel better. 
Um, but it was, it was rough. Delayed flight, but our pilot made up time in the air and then couldn't get to our gate because there was a plane there. So mm. I sat on the tarmac in a plane for 20 minutes <laughs> and he could get off. Um, but um, Aaron was there to pick me up, and then we got over to the Hilton, and we hung out with some people over um, at the Hilton lobby, and then got a few hours of sleep, and then got up and got over to the J.J. Abrams panel like around... 7 o'clock in the morning to queue and somehow managed to get wristbands for the celebration stage. Yeah, uh, Riley, no idea Riley says you just kind of squeezed in somewhere and, yep. and made yourself at home. A little me. Yeah. I, I wedged my way in there. What was but your... We had, real, we had great seats, though. Teresa. Yes. Let's talk because I feel like you kind of will take how I feel about it and amplify it. How amazing is BB-8? Oh my God, he's the best thing to happen to Star Wars I in like forever. I, I know, like he's, right? He's bigger than Kitwar. <laughs> he's bigger than Kitwar, and you know how important Kitwar is to me. Sure, sure. So, <laughs> and seeing him on the stage, like rolling, and he kind of like rolls his head to the side and stuff. And yes. there was this one point when they're doing the cast photo, and he's on the edge, and he's like just kind of like sway dancing on the side. He's like, I'm just kind of rolling. Just he can't just stand. Rolling. He can't stand still. And it was amazing. It was. And you know, it's like R2 is looking at him going like, what are you, you little thing? Yes. You know, but it's just, he's fantastic. And in the trailer, Steve. Oh, my gosh. He looks around a corner. Yes. Like, he, he peeks around a corner. Mm-hmm. And you just like, want to hug him. Just, it's so insane. You just want to hug him. Did you, what was your reaction to the trailer? Did you cry? I cried. Okay. I did. Yes. And I stopped crying, and then they played the trailer again. So then I started <laughs> crying. And then I had to, like, selfie with my phone to make sure I didn't mess up my makeup. Mm-hmm. So, because I was just, like, tears were just coming out of my eyes. And the music cues, the, the music cues is what, is what did it. You it, know, the visuals were fantastic. Yes, but the music, the music that they is, chose to use and where they placed it, I yes. mean, like, yank your heartstrings. Yes. And then, come on, Han and Chewie at the mm. very end. Are you kidding? Mm, I mean, like, I get chills just talking about it, Teresa. That's that's where I'm at with this thing. I was I was sitting there watching on my phone, and as as they said, here's the new teaser. the 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 coverage went dark, and so I'm like, oh well, they're not going to show us the teaser, and that's fine, you know. And I was trying to be understanding, you know. They just showed us the whole panel. I just got to see BB-8 roll out on stage. It's fair that the people who were there get to watch the teaser, but then I start seeing on Twitter where people are like, that's amazing, that's amazing. I'm like. I know you're not there. And uh, and Star Wars put it up immediately. StarWars.com put it up immediately on YouTube. And so so I watched it as soon as you guys were finished watching it. And, oh, my Lord, just on my little phone. Like, I had to compose myself before I went back into work is, is how much it <laughs> is. What and, it you know, I've only seen it the two times. So I really want to watch it again on a computer so that I can actually, like, catch things that I didn't see. First thing you I know, did. First thing so, I did when I came home was throw it up on my big TV, and it's oh, <laughs> just amazing. I need to do that. Just amazing. I need to do that. Um, well, now this is your first celebration, your first day, or you call a success. Yes, very much so. Good. I got my Hallmark Hitty Bitties. I got my Her Universe stuff. Um, we helped with the podcast stage, and our friends Coffee with Kenobi and Radio One One Three Eight, the Jedi News podcast, and got to do that stuff so i would call it a success now i saw our friend Kay uh tweet something about plush ewoks do you know anything about this 
Yes, there are new plush Ewoks that are available at the downtown Disney um, stores, mm-hmm. the Disney stores downtown. So at downtown Disney here in Disneyland. So there are new plush Ewoks as Disney Park merch. And there's like six of them. There's a Log Ray, a Chirpa, a Tebow, Princess Nisa, Wicket, and one more I'm forgetting. Uh, low Gray, maybe? So, no, there is yeah, Low Gray, Cheap Chirpa, Tebow. Um, Wicket, mm-hmm. Princess Nisa, and then one more. Rumba? Yes. Oh, really? That's it. Nice. Yes. How That's big it. are... What, what size... How did are, you do that? <laughs> I was just going through the Ewoks that I have in my collection. What? <laughs> how did you do that? What, uh, what, how do, what size are they? You know, I'm not sure. I haven't seen them. I'm going to go take a look at them, but I would imagine they're about the same size as the Ewok I got from the Disney store, so that was... You know your, well, our, I guess our, because we both have sure. one, the Ewoks that we have from the 80s, yes. it's like about half that big. Okay. I must have these. So probably around that size. I must have these. What's the deal with the West Coast, East Coast thing? Who do I need to get? A, I need friends on the West Coast, don't I? Yes. If I'm going to have the whole collection. <laughs> need, um, skywalking. Talk yeah. to Sarah and Richard. Okay. Done. Never eat sour watermelons. Yes. West Coast, that's where they are. Sorry, I have to do that with a compass, you know, north. East, Southwest, never eat sour watermelon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, well, Teresa, I'm excited that you're out there. I wish I was there with you for your first celebration. But uh, we'll I be. I too. I wish you were here. We would be rocking this place. You better believe it. Ed, That's crazy. But now we will be together at Disney Star Wars weekends. I am hoping, fingers okay. crossed, that everything goes through the way I need it to, so that I will be there with you. All right. And I'll, we will rock that place. You better believe it. We're going to own it. And and people are hollering, and they're crying out for Disney Vault Talk yes. to return. We are coming back, by the way. Yes. You know that? We are coming back um, probably a week or two after the celebration is over, so that we can prep the show, make sure our guests are lined up, and all that stuff. Sounds great, so, fantastic, Teresa. Towards the end of April. Have have a great time while you're there. I will make sure to hug Carl for me and to then kick him. I in have the, a couple of times, and then kick him in the knee because he has been out of touch I, with me for so long. I've also punched him in the chest a couple of times. Well, and and so do it one time for me because he's just neglected me for months now. I will do that. All right. Well, I'm going to let you hang up, and I'll continue on with the show. Tell Riley, thank you for letting me call, and uh, this may be happening again tomorrow. All right. Sounds good. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. (laughs) Bye-bye. Oh, my gosh. Ladies and gentlemen, Teresa, Riley, great folks, great friends, and, uh, man, just great podcasters all the way around. All right. Here's what I want to do. I want to break this thing down, but before we do that, we got to hear from you guys. Um, number one, here we go. We've got this from, um, for, oh, where, oh man, I've gotten so many in since we just started this thing. Here we go. Marty Long, Martin Long. I've just watched the Force Awakens panel at Celebration from the comfort of my own home. Wait a second. Let's jump into some emails. Martin Long chimes in. He says, I've just watched the Force Awakens panel at Celebration from the comfort of my own home in Cambridge via the live broadcast over the internet. BB-8 is actually a practical effect. A droid controlled just like R2-D2. My mind was blown and the goosebumps hit me. 
that behind-the-scenes photo of J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy standing in front of the Millennium Falcon, more goosebumps. Lastly, and by no means least, the trailer. Simply put, I was jumping around the room as each new clip from the trailer hit. Han and Chewie, Luke's voiceover with dialogue from Jedi, Vader's mask, what looks like a bigger-than-ever empire, an awesome-looking new villain. This list goes on. Goosebumps overdrive, and if I'm honest, quite a few tears of joy. Best wishes, my friend, and can't wait to hear your thoughts. You're going to, Martin. We've heard a little bit of them already. We're going to break this thing down, though. Andy, let me Google that for you. Lindemann says, I imagine your inbox is exploding right now, but I wanted to share how I experienced my first viewing of the new trailer since I wasn't at Celebration Anaheim. I was in class, and my students were working. This is amazing what he did, guys. Listen to this. I had the live feed running on the screen in the room while we were working and with the sound muted. I told my students that if they were going to show a trailer, they'd probably do it in the next 10 minutes. Sure enough, they announced that they would show it. And my room cheered. These are the 8th graders. Oh my gosh! Someone turned off the lights. We turned up the sound and watched in silence and awe. Cheers went up again when it was over. And we watched it a couple more times on YouTube doing a frame-by-frame analysis in a few spots. Got to edumacate in America's... <laughs> America's youth on the ways of the force. On the ways of the wars. Andy, wonderful teacher. And I love the fact that your room was excited. That your 8th graders were excited about new star wars like that that in the words of yoda brings warm feelings to my heart michael high nip <clears throat> chimes in and uh, just says what a day and here we go let's listen to what he has Steve, to say michael high nip here what's up uh, i had to chime in yes uh, about events of course today, star wars events today. of course you did uh just it's been an insanely amazing day. Um, it was just wasn't the it? ability. This is the voice to watch all the stuff that we're getting to watch. Yes, on StarWars.com. It's great. It's great. It, it's just outstanding. It is outstanding. Uh, I was very uh, bummed that I couldn't go to celebration this year. And Me too. It really does help having that live stream. I've literally been watching it all day. I did too. But uh, specifically that first hour and a half of content that they provided. Uh, to us non-attenders was just absolutely amazing Uh, the BB-8 what is that that is amazing (laughs) I have never seen a robot that can do such things I know right Uh, Kathleen Kennedy J.J. Abrams just it it really you just felt like you were there with the crowd it was just overwhelming I was sitting in my cubicle at work crying getting misty eyed I'm getting misty eyed talking about it now I did too I I do too it's just absolutely just that old star wars feeling Mm. uh, that you just long for to have on a daily basis through through what can be up up times down times whatever like you know life can suck sometimes but when you're watching star wars stuff you forget about all that you forget about all the headaches and everything and it and it was just so great seeing Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, John Boyega, just on stage with Mark and Carrie and Peter and Anthony. Yeah, uh, yeah, the EW guys all said of that Anthony. Was just, just one of those special moments in history that without the power of the interwebs, we wouldn't have gotten to experience. Uh, and just it's so amazing that um, Lucasfilm and read pop and whoever decided to just stream this thing live is doing it and the teaser trailer Mm. the star destroyer uh 
Han and Chewie and all the feels. It's just been an emotional day for me just getting to experience all that, and I'm sure it's been the same for you. I don't care if you don't play this on your show. No, I'm playing it. But I just wanted to participate in some way. I'm glad you did. get this out to you because I've been able to talk to all my friends about it, and and I consider you a friend even though we've never met. Well, that's weird. Uh, Just being a part of the Goliverse. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're right. It just makes you feel a part of something special. Well, and you were part uh, of something. Just like Star Wars makes you you feel a a part of something special. Well, thank you. Uh, before I just continue to ramble and, and maybe openly start weeping, I'm going to end Please this. Weep. But uh, I, I just can't wait for uh, your continued coverage because it, it's special too, getting to hear from you. Uh, anytime you talk Star Wars is special. So, uh, Steve, you're, you're a great guy. Thank continue you. Continue the you're good great. work uh, that you're doing over there at Geek Out Loud. And uh, next time... We will all go to celebration. You better believe it. You better believe it, sir. That's Michael Hynip. And, and dude, I want to say this. Um, you guys are what make the Goliverse special and what make the, the, the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe. It always amazes me when someone new listens and sticks around. Because, because I think about when I listen back to what I do, all I hear are the flaws. I hear someone trying to be funny and failing. I hear ums and ahs and mistakes i hear uh, sometimes too much of a southern accent i hear words being stumbled over but what i see are is what i see is what i see be what, <laughs> what i see is someone who can't use proper grammar who's who is who has not uh, who, who hasn't planned the sentence out enough to know which form of the word of the verb to be to use what i see is a, a group of people there we go Subject verb agreement achieved. What I see is a group of people and a group of listeners who really make what is being done in the Goliverse special. Without you guys, it is meaningless and nothing. And so that's why, um, without you guys, it doesn't feel like family. It doesn't feel like a special place. So, uh, thank you guys. Um, thank you, Michael, for, for sending that in. Um, Shannon chimes in and says, it's been a while, been a little bit since I've had a chance to write in. So there's lots I've wanted to write in and talk about after watching the new force awakens trailer. I've forgotten all that other other stuff. Hands down. One of the best teaser trailers I've ever seen. I can't stop watching it. I raced home from work to watch it on our TV and I got goosebumps from the start. I'm not ashamed to say I was crying by the time we see Han and Chewie at the end. My six-year-old boy was in awe, and my four-year-old daughter was begging to see it again. In a world where I'm getting Avengers 2, Ant-Man, which I'm more excited about after the newest trailer, he says, Batman v Superman, the amazing Flash, and Rebels TV shows, this is still my most anticipated entertainment event of the year. Wishing I was at Celebration, but but glad I have you to give me the best not-at-Celebration coverage out there. Can't wait to hear what you, and eventually Jimmy and Jason, have to say about that new trailer. Man, yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. I Star Wars is the foundation of my geekdom. Star Wars is what uh, Star Wars is what keeps me into the geek culture, and, and it's just amazing how much emotion that teaser evoked because it, it just it blew me away it blew my mind to see that and it and it's just so so awesome uh wade 
says, uh, happy Star Wars celebration weekend. That trailer looked amazing, huh? And he said that in all caps. And then he says, that's all I got. Uh, but he attached uh, the, what is this here? Epica, the classical conspiracy. This is the Imperial March. Lord, that's that's scary. <laughs> you had those you had those rock and roll death metal drums in there, and that scares you. Daniel McFadden says, "Hey Steve, I think the number of times I've watched the latest Force Awakens trailer can safely fit on two hands, but I'll probably have to start counting toes before the night's up." While the general consensus points to the final shot of Han and Chewie being the highlight for everyone, my favorite moment comes earlier when I first watched the trailer. As it initially aired, I got caught up in the moment where Oscar Isaac's character Poe Dameron whoops and hollers in the cockpit of his X-Wing. It's brief, yet utterly thrilling. Completely 100% agreed, Daniel. I did a fist pump and whooped right along with him. Whatever he was feeling, he was experiencing that moment was shared by me and the countless people watching. It was a really cool moment of character in the midst of whatever battle he's in, having a good time. It sort of reminds me of Anakin in Episode 3 saying, This is where the fun begins, with a smirk as the Battle of Coruscant rages around him. Now I can't wait to see more of Poe's character to find out what makes him tick. Sincerely, Daniel. I'm very drawn because of Oscar Isaac and the way he carried himself on the panel. Very drawn to that character. Um, Justin Clark says, Hope this makes it in time. I'm wanting to write this many times during the day, but I worked and any free time I had was used up in two-minute increments. I want to start by saying I had mixed reaction episode 7. When we first heard about, heard about we lost so much. Then everything we heard about it felt like Disney was ignoring the prequels, which I dare say I loved. Skipping forward to the first trailer, I was extremely underwhelmed. Maybe I wanted too much, but I didn't care. Fast forward to the day, and I heard Han Solo say, Chewie, we're home. And indeed, I was home. I'm so stoked for this movie and everything the future holds. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. And that's from Justin Clark. I'm, you know, I'm kind of surprised by people who were who let down by that 88-second teaser that came out in November. Understand, that thing came out... More than a year ahead of time, more than a year before the movie's release, and at the same time, not that long after principal photography was wrapped up. They rushed to get that thing out there and did a great job with what it was. We got to see for the first time these characters, and we got a feel for what this movie, what the visuals of this movie was going to be, and and. Dude, I, I think it was a, it was exactly what it was supposed to be, a teaser. Um, it, it teased you and left you wanting more. And this being a second teaser does the same thing, just in a more jacked-up way. You know, we're getting more information, and that's what trailers generally will do as they roll out. Um, Rudolph Hall chimes in about Star Wars and Marvel Unlimited. He said, I guess by now you've experienced all of the Star Wars library on Marvel Unlimited. I've been reading some of the Frank Miller Daredevil stories, but that has been derailed. Uh, by all this new way of getting my Star Wars. Saw the trailer for Force Awakens today, and I guess Harrison Ford has tried to fly again, only to crash in the sand pit. Just kidding. It looked great. Keep up the great work. And that's uh, Rudolph Can't chiming in. Raj, our good friend from the, H- from, the H- from the UK and the HK. He says, Steve, hope you su- you're surviving not being at Celebration, but i got one quick question. Do you think that the removing of Episode 7 from the Star Wars title will confuse the average fan from the Skywalker Saga trilogy? And the standalone movies. It's something that doesn't make sense to me. And that's Raj from an undisclosed secret location this time around. You know, that's a good question. I think what you're going to see is Episode 7 in the opening crawl. When you go back to the way the original trilogy was marketed, it was Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. 
We didn't call it episode four, five, and six back in the day. People didn't start calling it episode four, five, and six really hardcore until episode one came out, and then one, two, and three. And um, and they never really referred to Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. They just episode one, two, and three because it's shorthand. It's a, it's a good shorthand. You'll see episode seven in the crawl. And in the standalone films, I think you're going to get something completely different in the way they open up than uh, the, than what these enumerated films uh, open up. So I don't think it's going to cause any confusion. I think it's just going to be, there's a Star War on the screen. Let's go watch it. And that's what people are going to be most concerned with. Now, thank you guys for emailing in to geekoutonline at gmail.com, geekoutonline at gmail.com. Let's talk about this trailer. Let's break this thing down. I also, before we do that, I want to make mention of the fact that um, uh, that I did watch the collecting panel. The behind-the-scenes stage was one of the first panels they showed on the coverage day with Jason and Jimmy Mack, and they brought out the uh, one of the heads of Lucas Licensing, and um, they talked to the EFX people. General Giant was there. Uh, a couple of other licensees, but EFX is doing this life-size Yoda puppet that'll probably cost like $15,000, but it is beautiful. It is absolutely amazing. Um, <clears throat> so, um, I, I just, I had to mention how great that looked. Um, so here we go. This trailer opens up with the Lucasfilm logo coming into focus, and it's a new look for Lu It's the same font and everything, but it doesn't have that gold color. It's got more of a more of a patina, if you will. It's it's uh, kind of a greenish, silvery, bluish kind of thing, and then it fades away. And uh, we open on the desertscape again. And look, there's symmetry to this teaser and the other in as much as we're opening on this desert planet, which is not Tatooine, apparently. It's Jakku, Gazuntite. Um, I, I don't know why. I don't know. There may be some significance to Jakku, Gazuntite, uh, but uh, it could just be J.J. Abrams doing a swift uh, kind of a, you know, bait and switch kind of thing i i don't know why he would do that at this point i would think that if you're sitting there with a group of star wars fans who are thinking this is tatooine that you'd instead of disappointing them by saying it's not and trying to play you know give some other name that you would just go ahead and say yeah it's tatooine so um anyhow uh, opens up as it pans across there's a speeder in the background that i can only assume is ray's fudge sickle speeder we see the wreckage of uh, that X-Wing in the foreground. And honestly, when you watch the background, it looks like there's mountains rising up in the background until you continue to pan on over. And it's a Star Destroyer that has just crashed into the planet and half buried. So huge, it looks like a mountain. And this is one of the cool things. We never really got to see much the scale of a Star Destroyer next to something else. You know, you, you'd see, like, you, when you see the Super Star Destroyer crash into the Death Star 2, obviously it looks like it's crashing into a planet uh, because the Death Star was so big. 
even when the Falcons running away from one of the Star Destroyers, you there's something about the way they do the scale. You still don't quite see just how big these things are. But in this shot, you know, it you just see the enormity of it. That it's not that even where that speeder is, it to I don't get the sense that the speeder is gliding right along the edge of the Star Destroyer. I get the sense that it's still off in the background further because of the haze that surrounds it. By the way, not a practical effect. It's digital, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> or or it could be, you know what? I'm sorry. Maybe it is a practical effect. Maybe they're doing um, doing some compositing there with uh, film, uh, you know, one over the other. <clears throat> I doubt it, but possibly. The, the screen fades, and um, you begin to get that, that voiceover from Luke. And a lot of people are thinking it's recycled dialogue from Jedi. It's not. It's the some of the same dialogue that he used, but it's not his voice from Jedi. Unless they're getting some different takes than what we see in the final product of Jedi. Because this is not the same way he says it in Jedi. There's a little more confidence in what he's saying. There's, uh, It's not... It's not as passionate in, in in the way that he was with Leia as, as I'm getting ready to reveal something. And also, the line, my sister has it, is not done the way it was done in Jedi. In Jedi, he says, my sister has it. There's a pause. Here, there's not really. But we see that melted Darth Vader helmet. This goes in line, and I don't want to get too heavy into spoilers. This goes in line in some rumors we've heard as far as items that are going to be coming up to play and, and why these items are in play. And uh, and as he says, my father has it. And he says, has it. That's the thing that's throwing some people off about the Jedi. Why would he say has it? I'm going to make a call right now. Luke's still in communication with Anakin Skywalker. Communication with the Force Ghost of Anakin Skywalker. And, <clears throat> and so he, from his point of view... Anakin Skywalker still has the Force. Anakin Skywalker still has the the Force in him and through him, and he's still strong with the Force. Um, so, yeah, so that's just my initial... I'm just, you know, that's a speculation, not a spoiler. It's a speculation. Um, so here we go. We're moving through. We see that Vader helmet, which is just all monked up. Um, and, y'all, this thing looks... I mean, it's 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 the helmet that that uh, it Darth Vader's helmet. It's what he was burned in. It's what uh, Luke put, it was rescued from the funeral pyre. Oh, and it's just it's it's unsettling to look at. But he says, "I have it." And then you see this mechanical hand go up and touch R two D two on the dome. They're sitting by a fire or something. And I'm really here's what one of the things that surprised me. That's Luke's hand. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you that's Luke. That's his mechanical hand. I'm surprised to see a white shirt. I'm surprised to see white. I, you know, you expect brown or black with Luke, but uh, apparently he's dressing in some lighter earth tones. Maybe it's an off-white or a khaki. Um, but it's it's light enough to reflect the orange of the fire as R2 sits there with him. Not We still haven't seen 3PO in any of these trailers, by the way. So Luke says, I have it, and then he says, my sister has it. Now... As uh, as these hands reach out to grasp this lightsaber, I have to assume that those are the hands of Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. And the hand giving it to her looks somewhat alien. I'm sorry, it does. It, it's got 
something done to that hand. The colorization, the, the color of the hand is a little bit yellow. Um, I, I believe it is an alien giving this lightsaber over to Princess Leia. And that lightsaber, ladies and gentlemen, that lightsaber is the lightsaber that Obi-Wan gave to Luke that Obi-Wan picked up from the side of the Lava River on Mustafar. That belong, it's the lightsaber that belonged to Anakin Skywalker. And once again, this goes plays right into a lot of the various rumors and stuff we've heard over the past few months and, and over the past year. Um, <clears throat> as we move through this, Luke says, you have it, then the music swells up in this Christmas and there's this great shot. It, it's the shot that completes one of the shots we saw in the teaser of those X-Wings skimming the surface of the water. And here they come now, launching off the water, raising up. And now everyone's cheering, and, and this is and it is a cool moment. You you just hear the cheers, and you hear that uh, you, you see Poe Dameron. He's, he's whooping and hollering and, uh, and whatever. And then here comes Kylo Ren slashing down with this lightsaber. Ray and Finn and BB-8 running from a Michael Bay-like explosion, and uh, on this planet of of Jakku, and there we see our first real clear look at the face of Kylo Ren, or at least what he, his mask that he'll be wearing it has a very Darth Revan feel to it. It feels the the eye slit feels very much like those uh, Crimson Guard, the Emperor the Emperor's Royal Guard, and <clears throat> and and so it's a, it it feels Star Warsy. It immediately looks. It follows that three second rule that George Lucas talked about. That mask immediately looks like it fits in the Star Wars universe. And um, very interesting. I don't know what he's doing. There's there's stormtroopers around him. There's flames around him, which lead me to believe that these stormtroopers he's with are the flame troopers that we've seen. Then it cuts to just a huge battalion of stormtroopers in front of some uh, dais where someone is standing up there talking to them. Someone's front and center talking to these guys in this banner with a new Imperial cog of some sort. It's a, it's a logo that resembles the old school Imperial cog. And if you look center, and this is right at 1 minute 12 seconds, if you look center... um. Sorry, I'm. I'm uh, if you look center, you can see snowtroopers in the back. Uh, they are on a mountain somewhere. Some people are, are saying this may be Hoth. I tend to think it's more of a just elevated up on a mountain. Their their gun emplacements emplacements around that, that look like the old turbo lasers, and you can see to the left. Uh, your first real good look at, uh, kind of a good look at a TIE fighter. And these TIE fighters, <clears throat> the, the colors are inversed. Where they used to be white, or in, uh, well, yeah, white or gray uh, with black wings. Uh, now they're black with the white wings. So, but this is a really cool, I mean, like, this is imperial style stuff like we've seen in Rebels with someone standing up there looks like they've given them given these stormtroopers some type of uh pep talk or some such I don't know. 
and uh, and I just I, you don't know who that is. You have to assume that whoever's front and center there is really the bad person, is really the main bad guy. Um, so, uh, those stormtroopers look sleeker in some ways, but also it makes them look a little bit scarier. Um, there's something a little more menacing. You know, it, 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 they definitely look like they're an upgrade from the stormtroopers of the original trilogy. Then we see, I guess that's Ray uh, looking up at something. Here come these TIE fighters just blowing through the air. And uh, then we see, <laughs> if you watch when there's an explosion, there's a, there's a stormtrooper that is launched in this explosion. There's a stormtrooper that is launched literally straight up into the air. I mean, just boom. And, uh, and comes back down. You need a Wilhelm scream there for show. Uh, Derek Russell pointed that out, and it's a hangar bay apparently somewhere that, and the, and there was a Tie fighter. It looked to be firing on whatever was was exploding there. If you if you go back and watch and watch just the Tie fighter, the Tie fighter appears to be shooting at the hangar, whatever's going on. So then we see Finn ripping his helmet off. He looks panicked, and then we see this new style Star Destroyer, um. A lot darker in color. It, it doesn't stand out against the blackness of space the way that those old Star Destroyers did. And you've got this V-winged type ship. It, it really reminds me of some of those Clone Wars fighters where the wings move. Um, going apparently to dock in this thing with some other ships around it that I can't make out as well. Uh, it's possible that this is not an Imperial Star Destroyer, by the way. Then we get that Chrome Trooper. Captain Phasma, uh, I believe is the name. Um, I, I don't know if telling who plays this or who we speculate is playing this would be a spoiler or not, so I won't get into it. But uh, just, a, just doing the old B.A. walk, man, uh, down the hallway with that classic Imperial decor, that lighting, those lighting panels on the wall. And, uh, I mean, it just feels Star Wars. And then that shot of BB-8 peeking around the corner. That's the Millennium Falcon where BB-8's at. And and you see where BB-8's at is right in front of where the ladders where they'll climb to go to the guns. So he's peeking around into maybe the galley or down into the cockpit area. But he's he's peeking around the corner at something. And there's Ray helping Finn up. And, you know, I don't know what's going on. With those two, but they're obviously in danger. And then that comes all the money shots. The the Falcon flying into the the the, the thruster of a Star Destroyer. And y'all, when they get into this thing, you see the TIE Fighter pilot, and it oh, it just feels Star Wars. As they fly through this thing, I mean, it looks like the guts of the old Death Star from the Death Star 2. Uh, you get a uniformity of construction in in the Star Wars universe. You fly through the explosion and then um, you hit, you see it. <sighs> Chewing. We're home. <laughs> Chewie's got his crossbow. Han does have his blaster pulled. If you, if you watch this on, on, uh, screen, it's blended into his jacket there. Uh, his Indiana Jones leather jacket. But, uh, Han's definitely, um, got his dra his blaster pulled. The decor uh, around them leads me to believe they're standing on the Millennium Falcon 
And that's where Han's calling home. And, um, it, it's, it's a big deal. Uh, it's pretty special. So, uh, really quickly, someone sent put that link to the imager in the chat. I believe uh, Sean says it's too many too many engines for a regular Star Destroyer. Could it be a Super Star Destroyer? Okay. So, I, someone else had said that. They said they think it's a crash Super Star Destroyer. And, and, and there's a diagram here of the engines from a Super Star I don't disagree with that. I'm fine. That's fine. I'm fine with that. Super Star Destroyer. It makes more sense that he'd be able to fly in to that i guess i don't know but uh yeah it's just uh and you know obviously we know as fans what that message to the fans is we're home we're uh we're back to familiar faces and in some ways familiar places and uh did not mean to rhyme um so you know it, it's just and it does, like even now, even, I mean, just watching the imagery without the sound just gets me, just gets me choked up. Um, because it's just, it's amazing. It is just, look at Chewie. <laughs> just look at him. Would you look at him? Just look at him. It's, it's a thing of beauty. This, this trailer is, It's a thing of beauty. And Han gives a little nod right there at the end. It's very subtle when he says, Chewie, we're home. And then he gives a little nod. And he's got a smile on his face. You know, it's like, uh, it's on now. You know, it, not only are we home, but it's on. We're uh, we're home and it's on. And, and, oh, man, I'm all about it. All about this thing. And I could not be more excited uh, for The Force Awakens. And I'm going to bring on someone who... I don't know how excited he is. I imagine he's pumped up, and I'm just going to go ahead and warn him that if the words Trek come out of his mouth, I'm hanging up right on him immediately. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Jones from Mark Out Loud. What's up, my friend? Steve, what's going on, sir? Uh, just doing some Not at Celebration coverage. You sound fantastic. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's one of those days I'm glowing. Yeah. Somebody at work told me I was glowing. Well, I'm talking about the sound quality. Of, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, of your connection right now. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah, this yeah. is even better than Mark Out Loud. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, seriously. I, there's something about the universe that hates us talking about wrestling. Well, Mark Out Loud, the uh, redheaded stepchild. <laughs> of the Gulliverse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I love, Dave, you know I love professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. You know that I love you. Oh man, love but, you too. But I'm just gonna say this: Star Wars takes precedent over all of it, just about. Just about, yes. Yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, what do you think of this teaser, man? Dude, how could they call this thing a teaser? Two minutes long. Yeah. So let me tell you this: um, we're sitting at work. Uh, you know, I got in late today, which yeah. we can get into later. But um, I got. <laughs> I want. I, I want to get into that later if you're willing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. And so I'm watching this thing. I'm going through Facebook, and it's like, the new Star Wars trailer has arrived. And so I start playing it, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like wide-eyed, mouth open. And I look over, and this girl, Carla, is just looking at me like, what is wrong with you? 
you know, because I had my headphones on watching this thing on my phone. So her son is really into Star Wars. And I said, look, you got to see this thing because she's kind of a geek herself. Right. And so I take it over there. Well, Steve, like 10 minutes later, we got six people sitting around the desk. Watching it again and again. Nice. My phone's getting passed around. So everybody wants to know who the the X-Wing pilot is. Everybody wants to know who's holding Vader's helmet. You know, all kinds of stuff. I mean, we're all speculating. Mm -hmm. You know, I I even came up with this scenario where Kylo Ren had to fight off a bunch of Ewoks to get the helmet. Like, they were, like, you know, round. <laughs> he, he, like, had to, he had to pull, like, a Rambo. Yeah. Uh, you know, and go into the wilderness and, like, fight off these wild Ewoks and stuff to get to this helmet, so. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't fun, think, dude. I honestly don't think that it's Kylo Ren who is accumulating. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's somebody behind the man, the man behind the man kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's someone else who's like a finder who is uh who's going out after this stuff. Very good. Um I will say this, I it Mark Hamill uh is it's been confirmed that it is Mark Hamill doing the narration in that trailer and it's modern Mark Hamill. Everyone's saying he sounds too young and stuff, but I I'm I'm seeing where that's been confirmed. Um that uh, that's happened. Also, later on, Dave, in the day in the Ian McDermott panel, he joked uh, that the Emperor could have cloned himself before he died. Well, we all know that he did. And so. everyone, everyone just kind of went. Oh. He's like, no, 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 no. George has made it clear to me that the Emperor is dead. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he'd gotten a hold of uh, you know Dark Empire. Right, right, right. So. Well, you know, he seemed more well versed in the OEU than you might think he is. Someone asked a question about Darth Plagueis, and he said, "Yeah, I've read, I've looked over the novel." Yeah, so. I, I, maybe it was um, Jimmy Mack and them. Uh, no, no, it was um, it was Jedi Journals. We we're talking about that one time. How uh, one of them, I guess, was hanging out with Ian McDermott. And they gave him a copy of the book. Yeah, Somebody from Del Rey gave him a copy of the book. And, mm-hmm. Um, it was a hardbound, and he wanted the soft cover, so they gave him the soft cover. And he like, I don't know if he read most of it in one night or something. They talked to him the next day at a convention. And he said he loved it. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, gosh, dude, there's a guy. Here's a guy who uh, you know can do any kind of theater he wants in the world. That's right. And on you know British television, dude, but he's a fan too of this stuff. He so. got up and he read from William Shakespeare's The Jedi Doth Return. Yes. He read the Emperor's line to Luke before he's going to kill him. And like this little, his monologue. And just, I mean, just channeled the Emperor. It was amazing. I mean, dude, I don't know. This this trailer to me, like, just so much fun and, and new characters. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was fun to see the thing at the end. And um, now, did Chewbacca look like an aged dog a little bit to you in his eyes and stuff? I mean, you can definitely see he's aged, but he's aged better than any of them. Right. I mean, I just love that little detail. Though. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, he's getting a little older. It's kind of like when your dog gets a little I'm, old. I'm going to be interested to see how he gets around, because Peter Mayhew is not really good at getting around these days. And I'm right. not making fun. No, I sure. mean, it's just a it's a fact of, of his life. And, and, like, when he walked out on stage today, he had to lean on... He had to walk with his cane and lean on Mark Hamill... And immediately sit down. Yeah. Once he got out there, um, did you see you? So you didn't get to watch that panel. I didn't, man. I had it on at work, and um, 
I don't know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a, a request slash challenge out to the chat. Um, do you guys can anyone see if maybe you can find some footage of BB-8 coming out on on stage so Dave can watch this thing? Dave, they brought BB-8 out on stage, mm-hmm. and it's a practical working droid. I mean that's that's all you can hope for, it's dude. A, it's you don't but when you 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 think that and then you watch this, it's a, literally a ball, a, a a ball with a head on top of it, mm-hmm. a, a, a ball. Whoa! I'm, Sorry, man, that was me. Okay, <laughs> with, with a head on top of it, and 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 it moves around. Right. Um. Here, there. Someone put a link in the chat to a to a GIF. Yeah, I just I just clicked on it. So yeah, let's see. and see, do you see him coming out on the stage there? Yes. Look at that. Wow. Is that not just kind of crazy and cool? And that's something that, as a kid, I would have loved to have had in my room. Right. <laughs> and he's so fun. And him and R two kind of just stood there on stage and kind of talked back and forth to one another. Like, apparently, they don't like each other. Oh, of course not. So, um, Star Wars, if uh, the droids weren't feuding, you know. That, that's true. That's so true. <laughs> in real life and in picture. So, did you have any emotional response to this thing at all, Dave? Yeah, man. I mean, that was, I was very excited. Certainly, I think my biggest uh, mark out moment was when, you know, he said uh, my father had it and then I had it and they actually showed Luke, I guess, touching R2. R2. I'm assuming that's Luke. You have to. You have to assume that. And I was just. I mean, dude, I've been waiting so long just to see Luke. You know, like I've seen what Mark Hamill looks like with the beard and everything. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, Luke's where it all started, I think, for a lot of us. And, you know, just to see that character again on the screen and even just a little tease, just the, you know, robotic hand or whatever it is touching R2. Yeah. Is just that, that definitely brought. And then, of course, you know, the Harrison Ford stuff at the end was just fantastic, you know. Um, a lot of people at work asking what he meant by we're home. And, you know, that thought ran through my mind, too. Um, I think, I honestly think that we may find out that he hadn't had the Falcon for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there was a lot of cool imagery in there, too. Like, um, you know, that when they're, uh, maybe it's Tatooine, I'm not sure. And there's like a fallen Death Star in the background, like, you know, implanted into the earth, it looks like, like maybe from a battle. You mean, you mean a Star Destroyer? Star Destroyer, yeah. yeah. What, yeah. That's a, Death Star. Death Star, yeah. No. Now, there, now, there's another link that's been posted in chat. Sarah in the chat posted a YouTube video, Dave, that has an even greater length of time of, of BB-8 rolling around and just kind of doing his thing, where you kind of get to see that, that that head, I don't know. I don't understand how this thing works. And everyone was like, magnets, like I'm some kind of idiot. And I'm like, okay, we'll go build one then with magnets. Exactly. Because that thing's got wheels. You can see at one point I could see wheels on the head. Um but it is he, yeah, I'm looking at this now wow like, he leans out to the crowd at one point i mean like he just <laughs> it's like he's looking out there it's hilarious it's just an amazing he's become because of this thing he's become my most anticipated thing about um about episode 7 one of my most anticipated moments oh, is seeing him on that's one of those things too that's just like going to be a happy surprise to see some of the special effects that we all heard they were going to go back, you know, maybe a little old school with. Yeah, and, well, sure. And you know that's exciting. There's Steve Sansweet out in the crowd. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, very excited. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, the new characters is one of the things that really got me, and and I'm assuming that's Kylo Ren with the, the face, face mask. Yeah, yes. I mean, good grief, dude, yeah, that looks that's... looks great. Yeah, that's Kylo Ren. Um, I was talking about earlier. They they have a Force Awakens exhibit at at uh, at Celebration out there, and with props and costumes. Nothing mm-hmm. that we've not seen. There was nothing new, but people are taking pictures, and someone posted like an up close picture of his lightsaber, Kylo Ren's lightsaber, oh. and it just looks cobbled together. Man, just looks completely like this is not the work of a master. Right. So it's very interesting, you know, and it, it goes along with a lot of people are saying and seeing. Um, but yeah, that faceplate is hidden. It looks a lot like Darth Revan to me, Dave. It does. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it Which does. Is, I mean, I'm cool with that. But it, at the same time, feels very Star Wars. Yeah, it does. What, what do you think of the Chrome Trooper? I love it, dude. Like, my buddy, uh, he's in the 501st up here in Atlanta. And he's like, oh, man, you know, he, he, you'd love him, Steve. He's... <laughs> He's the equivalent of the smartest mark in the room kind of guy. Oh, no. Stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm like, dude, whatever. This looks great. I mean, I can absolutely believe that at this point in time that they would have designed a different, you know, outfit for these guys. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you're talking uh, about the armor itself? The, yeah, the, the overall? Itself, yeah. yeah, well, they, they marched them out on stage today, uh, some 501st guys, I assume, with the new armor. And it does. It looks good. I said this earlier. You know, it looks sleeker. Um, but it still fits that stormtrooper mold, you know, of, of, of what we've come to know. And you've got to change. You're not going to have the same old, same old. We've seen that enough from the, from the time we had our first clone troopers right on through episode three into episode four. Um, and, and so you, there's obviously changes that are made to the armor, but this chrome trooper, the one that's all chrome is just one person, I think. Oh, okay. So he's yeah. like a, like a specialized... I mean, I don't want to spoil. I don't know how much of a. Spo- oh, you know, you know. Okay. Well, I don't want to spoil. I, I I know who's under the armor. Oh, okay. I know the actors that's playing it. <laughs> that's playing that person. It's okay. Done. It's Gwendolyn Christie under the armor, Dave. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I was gonna. I was gonna guess it was Old Man Davis from the old haunted. Uh, Ferris wheel and Scooby Doo. We had to unmask him. Yeah, well, it could be, and he would have gotten away with it too. Yeah, that was <laughs> a terrible joke. So, <laughs> so, so yeah, um, I'm gonna spend all weekend, um, I guess, rereading, um, you know, Heir to the Empire and dreaming about what was. No, I'm kidding. This is great, man. Yeah, this yeah. is great. This is good stuff. Even more so than like Rebels, which I, I mean. I've made no secret to you. I've had a hard time. And it's not like it's bad. It's not bad. I'm not, please, you know, I'm not saying that. You're going to tick me off, Dave. No, no, no. This is this has pumped me up more so than even that, which, yeah. which was good quality stuff. It's just... Um, Especially that season finale, huh? Oh, yeah. That was great. Yeah. The season two premiere is going to be screened tomorrow night at Celebration. Yeah. Um. It's just it's a it's a ridiculous time to be a Star Wars fan, Dave. It really is. And I was talking to my buddy Nick at work, and I'm like, dude, you know, and I think I've heard you say this too, Steve. It's like, we're gonna get more Star Wars than we've ever gotten, and it's mm-hmm. just gonna be great. You know, my kid is gonna end up loving Star Wars, hopefully. And um, you know, that's a nice uh, segue, I guess, Steve. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies, out today. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Now we've announced on the other show that Dave's going to be a dad. 
Um, and today you found out the gender. I did. Yeah, it's gonna be a little girl. Wow. Little little Princess Leia. Wow. Yeah, my buddy actually texted me and was like, um, "So is it a Leia or is it a Sheev?" Which is, um, isn't that what <laughs> the Emperor's name is? Right. That's his first name, Sheev Palpatine. Why didn't they just say Steve? <laughs> Why didn't they just say Steve? Because uh, I told him, I said, "I'm going to name him Sheev if it's a dude." So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, why didn't they in the in the uh, books oh, just Steve go ahead Palpatine. and say, yeah, should've. they should have. Uh, I mean, you know, the joke is that his name was Frank, right? Because, you know, your majesty, if I must be Frank, or I must be Frank, or he says something like that, I think, in episode one. Right. And so everybody would say Frank Palpatine, but... <laughs> Frank. <laughs> your majesty, I must be Frank. All right. Well, Wait, I'm, I must be Padme. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm excited about being a father, and, and like I say, you know, this stuff, Star Wars, all that stuff's just going to be definitely a part of uh, my kid's life, mm -hmm. whether she likes it or not. So uh, learn to love it. Oh, it's the best thing going <laughs> it's today. The best thing going today. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I love this thing, and like part of the fun watching this trailer was like I said, just all of us sitting around talking and come yeah. up with stories for what we were seeing. Even if we knew, you know, like I was saying, Kyle, you know, Kylo Ren fighting off a bunch of, you know, mad Ewoks or something, you know, like just this imagery of, you know, and then like we were talking about the first trailer. We were like, we went back and watched a little bit of the first trailer and then watched this one. And, you know, Steve, I order sandwiches from Publix on a regular basis at mm -hmm. lunch. Okay. And I always, <laughs> okay, we're going to love this. Where are we going? <laughs> For the name on the sandwich, I always put uh, Poe Dameron on there. Mm -hmm. So when I pick it up, it's always printed on there. And I've been doing that since I found out the name. Mm -hmm. So I'm with a coworker the other day, and she's getting a sandwich, too. And we rode over there together. And she goes, you sure that's your sandwich? And I said, yeah, it's my sandwich. And she goes, who in the bleep is Poe Dameron? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm pumped up. You know, obviously a lot of people were pumped up and, you know, I'm I'm ecstatic. And more, you know, today was a great day. Yeah. Today would be a day long remembered. So um, we've seen know. the end of Kenobi. We'll <laughs> soon see the end of the rebellion. Exactly. Well, so um, I'm hoping to see some good uh, Imperial officers with British accents. Definitely. Um, somebody the rivals, you know, Tarkin would be great. Because he was always one of my favorites, mainly because of Peter Cushing. But you know, so I, I'm. I, there's more to look forward to, yes. even what we've seen. I mean, good grief, we've seen just the you know the scratch of the surface. I think you and you and Riley were talking about how much we've seen from Avengers so far, and and you know you guys have a point. But we still have a long way to go with Star Wars. So um, December's still a ways away. And it is. It is. But you know, we've got a little bit to hide us over. We do, yeah, and then, like you said, Rebels in the Fall, we got, you know, we got some books that are going to fill in uh, some gaps for us if you want to go that route, and, you know. Now, how excited are you about these books? Uh, I'm, I'm interested for the the one, uh, Aftermath. Okay. Uh, that's, that's the one I'm most interested uh, for, um, but, uh, you know, other than that, I don't know. Um, 
yeah, there's nothing that's really super on my radar, right? Out of them at, at this point, but um, but yeah, I, you know, I I'm interested to kind of see what they're saying came between these things. Um, and so I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to just the journey, um, mm-hmm. to this whole thing. Uh, you know, we we've got. Like I said, we've got some stuff to hold us over. Not just Star Wars stuff, but other things. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Monday, you can go to an IMAX theater near you and see the Batman v Superman trailer, which that's a weird kind of thing to do. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. I kind of thought, why didn't they just put it out today? Yeah, well, some of, it's, some of it's leaked. I, okay. It's weird. They're just trying to get buzz on everything. It's like, you don't want to miss a buzz here, miss a buzz there. You know, mm. you don't want your buzz to be drowned up by the Star Wars buzz. I, after what I saw today, I don't know that anything can get people more pumped, you know, for the next couple of days than this. Agreed. Yeah. And I really do think Batman Superman would have drowned in the the Star Wars sea. That's true. Uh, today. Good point. Um, and uh, and they so they had a little twenty second thing last night. I watched where they showed the costumes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Mm, so. Um, uh, Blaster.com actually called that tantalizing footage. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite sure what <laughs> constitutes cancel- or tantalizing at this point. Well, but... t- apparently to Blaster, what, what constitutes tantalizing is just seeing costumes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's just, man, this is fun stuff. Just yeah. geek stuff and... You know, I, I I knew like when I texted you tonight, I was like, "What show are you doing tonight?" And I, I thought you thought for a minute. I was saying, "Hey man, let's do a mark out loud." Well, see, like, you you had called you'd called on Sunday while I was in church Sunday night, and I never called you back. Right. And um, or there was something going on Sunday when you called, and I never called you back to say you know to kind of give you my plans. And I didn't even have plans to do. I've done a geek out loud almost every night this week, mm-hmm. uh, for celebration. Um. And mm-hmm. and so I'm just uh, I'm just so pumped up on Star Wars right now. And so when you text me, I'm like, oh, I never I forgot to text him back. And so I was just like, I'm probably gonna do a geek out loud after that trailer. And you're like, that's the right answer. I'm like, Phew. thank God, <laughs> dodge that bullet. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and not to go down the wrestling track, but I don't have much to say right now. I feel like they they've kind of hit a stride and they're and they're staying the course and doing a good job. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's not a not a lot going on, and um, nothing. Of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that um, Daniel Bryan. Maybe you know, rumor is he may have to uh, hang him up for good this time. Wow, what in the world? Yeah, they they sent him home from Europe. He's having so many complications. So hmm. that's my understanding. Well, yeah. my understanding is that from listening to that uh, that one uh, podcast is he never got the second surgery. That's yeah. That's what I understand. So maybe he needs to go in for that second surgery. Yeah. But you know those neck things, man. I do, yeah. It's tricky, but especially after the situation down in Mexico. But from what I understand, it's not just the neck thing. It's kind of some stuff that was going on with his arm and all. Right. Based on that, some some lingering effects. And so my thing is, like he talked like it was his nerve in his arm. Yeah. So my thing is, is go in for the surgery, take your time to heal up, and don't say anything and just come back out yeah. of nowhere and blow the lid off. Yeah. I mean, you could do the whole injury angle if you wanted to, but, um, you know, I don't know. We'll see where it goes, but yeah, I mean, I'm this, the star Wars, obviously, like you said, takes precedent over pretty much anything. Right. 
exception right. of my baby announcement, I guess. Indeed. No, you're right. You're right. That's you At know, least I better say that. Right. You're, no, no, no. Your child is more important. Now, when is when is when is uh, little Stephanie due? Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. Um, <laughs> not her name. Well, I mean, um, okay. you know, I think it's uh, it's August thirtieth is the due date. So Andy um, says she's going to be called Andy. <laughs> she's going to be called no, Andy. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, okay. A girl in Dawson's Creek. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm excited about that now. You know, I've already told Joy. I said, look, I know I'm not going to be making it to the movies a lot, but Star Wars comes around. You better believe. Oh, I went. I went to the uh, to the work to the work calendar today and just went ahead and marked off the seventeenth <laughs> and eighteenth of December. That's awesome. And just put Steve's off. Period. That's awesome. Well, hopefully, um, you know, John won't call you in an emergency situation. Like he won't. When we when we tried to go to Rome, he won't. <laughs> so that's cool, man. Yeah. All right, Dave. Well, I'm going to let you roll, man. Thanks so much That's- for calling in. I'm glad to talk to you about all this stuff. Yeah, dude. Star Wars number one. Star- all the way. <laughs> I think that fellow was referring to, like, episode one. Oh, okay. Star Wars number one. Star Wars number one. <laughs> I've seen Star Wars 500 times. I've seen Star Wars 500 times. All right, man. All right, We'll dudes. talk to you later, Dave. Thanks a lot, brother. Thanks a lot. See ya. Dave Jones, man, the great Dave Jones, chiming in with his thoughts about uh, about the trailer. I want to do this. I want to open up the phone lines, 912-386-4294, or if you're on the Skype, hit me up on Skype. Uh, if you haven't, uh, if we haven't talked about it, you got some, you got some comments or commentary you want to add to to what's been going on. We've got a few minutes that uh, we can go, not long, and of course, the minute I say. Hey, if you want to say something, call in. Uh, who should appear? But from the Helicarrier podcast, from uh, the Flash podcast, what, what's your Flash podcast called? It's just called the Flash podcast. The Flash podcast. I got it right. Uh, there's so many out there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Andy. Well, thank you. I, 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 am definitely not addicted to Colin, so I, you know, I'm not desperate at all. Just felt, you know, hey, you know, he's doing it, so I just, just thought I will call in. No, I've been dying for months. I know you have been. I know, I, dude. I've been sitting on the floor every Friday night, sh- shaking. I'm like, where's Big Honkin? Where's Big Honkin show? Why is there no Big Honkin show? There's makes no sense why it's not here. So Star Wars. Um, I watched the whole panel first of all. Mm-hmm. It was very funny. It was nice. I, mad respect. For K- K- Kathleen Kennedy, like she, I didn't, I, I don't know much about her, but I know that she, George, he made a great choice. Uh, she told like the story of how they, of the meeting, and she thought when she went for lunch with him that she was gonna help him find his successor, but no, he wanted her. So I was like, awesome. Um, the trader, I, and as you know, Steve, I'm still, you know, a very new Star Wars fan, mm-hmm. so I'm, you know getting my time and so on but it was it was phenomenal i like you know the mystery of you know them there was one thing i noticed that it was kind of odd and that was a silver um stormtrooper yes the chrome trooper as we say the chrome okay mm-hmm. and that's the one who that actress from um game of thrones is playing yes gwendolyn christie is her name now, what is is this a character that has been established before? Is no, it, or is this some... no, no, no. The only characters we see on here that have been established before that we see clearly 
or R2-D2 and Han and Chewie. And we see a little bit of Luke. Well, I mean, we assume. I mean, at this point, because it's a mechanical hand, all we're doing is assuming that it's Luke based on the dialogue and the fact that it's a mechanical hand. I think it's a safe assumption to make, but that's why I say the only characters we see clearly that are what you would call legacy characters are R2 and Han and Chewie. Yeah. And the, Millennium, buddy, and the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, because my buddy Adam, he called me and asked, so why is he... Why did he decide to go full on with his, you know, the metal arm and stuff? Like, you know, dude, it's been 30 years. I'm sure something must have... It was probably not by choice. So I'm one... I'm what I think... I think something really bad happened to Luke between these years and that we... Not disfigured, but like another word for it. Like he... He's not going to look the same as we saw in episode six. No, he'll have a, he'll have a beard. No, I, <laughs> I know that, but he's just, I think something... I think he may have been part of some big battle between these 30 years, and that's he may not be the same Luke mentally as we saw. Could be, could be. It's it's really interesting to see um, to see what may may happen. I, that's one of the things I'm most intrigued about is where is Luke at uh, in this situation, and where's his what, what headspace is he in? What uh, what's his mentality as it as it pertains to being a Jedi? And uh, and so it's gonna be it's gonna be just really awesome. I, we've got eight months, and I wish we only had eight days. The thing that scares me though is that all right, you know, and, we don't. What? Go ahead. I got. I'm gonna have to bump yeah. you here pretty quick. You okay. Got, okay. Yes. Yes. Quick question. Um, my only fear is that is how long will we still have the you know the original cast for in this in this new trilogy? Because I, like I think we're gonna see them die off one by one. In the okay, movie, well, hey, I think I think we'll see a couple of them die. So, but okay, hey, I've well, got. Thank, I've you, thank you for letting me call in, and I yeah, will, thank um, you. I just got to take you, this next call. It's all right. This uh, one's with Steve. All right, we'll see you. Thank you, Andy. Oh. All right, and here he is. We're going to round it out with this with this bad boy, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the show, my podcasting partner for life, Derek Russell. What's up, buddy? There has been an awakening. No, that's the wrong trailer. <laughs> We're home. That, that's better. Yeah, that's better. Kind of. <laughs> I thought it was November of last year. No, no. that It's it's November of... No, it's not even November yet. I still like the... Uh, oh, Steve. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> oh, Dreamweaver. <laughs> I'm going to have to hang up. <laughs> um, I found the Batman versus Superman trailer. Well... Now listen, we're talking Star Wars, but we'll we'll do, yeah. We'll, so I'm gonna have to hang up. Well, we'll oh divert. no, this video contains content from Warner Brothers Entertainment, who's blocked with copyright. Mm, no, you were so close. No, 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 so close. You don't know me. I'm stubborn, and give me a moment, Derek. I I've got a. I'm, a, I'm also a reporter. So okay, well, I've got a tweet here that says, "What sweatshirt? What sweatshirt size do you wear?" What sweatshop? Probably the one in China. Yeah. They do. Uh, they well, do good work there. What size sweatshirt do you wear? What um, hmm? What size oh, what shirt do you wear? This is a really weird question for a podcast. It, it is, a, but it's I just an it's an XL. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, I will I will tweet him back. Okay. Um, well, I um, I don't what know. We, what are we doing? I don't understand. Well, Jason Samuel says, "What size sweatshirt do you wear?" I'm going to send Steve Glosson a Star Labs hoodie to give to you. Oh, oh, well, oh, oh, yeah. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Oh, I see that just showed up on my on my on my Twitter on there. Twitter, yeah. 
So I figured since I had you. Now, we talked a little bit about this thing, Derek, this uh-huh. this trailer today and, and the stuff that went on at Star Wars Celebration. Number one, kudos on the coverage. I, I think Comic-Con needs to take a page out of what they're doing, uh, what Lucasfilm and, and, um, and company are doing with, with this. Oh. And I can't think of the name of the... Um, I found that. I found the trailer. All right, so well, I'm, Link. I'm kind of out of it right now. Are you Look. watching it? A little bit. Link. Yeah. Link in the chat. Wait, oh, in the chat? Yeah. No, is my there chat. A chat. My chat. Oh, just like a personal Skype chat. chat. Yeah. Uh, You're using your reporter skills. Yeah. Suddenly, I told you. Suddenly, the podcast has come to uh, to a halt. <laughs> well, that, I, listen. If there's one thing I know how to do, vid me. <laughs> Sweet sassy molassy. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I prefer Chewy. We're home. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's. I mean, you, you you're going off of a. Uh, how long has it been since Jedi? Eighty uh, three. Yeah. I mean, that's a long time. Right. This has just been since 2013 for Man of Steel. I understand, so. but. Uh, I mean. Uh huh. Yeah, oh yeah, I know, I know. Oh, let's get back to that. I didn't mean to help bring the whole it's thing fine. down. I it, brought the whole thing down. No, you, you just brought it to a stop. Uh, oh, well. So that looks pretty cool. I mean, it's definitely the real trailer for everyone who's wondering. It, it's legit. Um, it, and it'll be out Monday. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they'll just turn around and put this thing online. Well, I'd be stupid not to after it leaked. Yeah. Uh, so I, we were talking about it earlier. You know, someone was saying, "Why didn't they go ahead and just release it today if it was starting to leak?" And I said, "Well, it would drown in the sea of Star Wars buzz." I'm afraid. Um, Star Undoubtedly, War- Star Wars has just uh, taken over today. The internet's it's it's National Star Wars Day. Oh, a little more than a little less than a month early. That's right. <laughs> so, um, what 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 hits you from that trailer? Uh, all of it? Oh, every single bit? It was just one big slap across the face? And I really I'm... wish I had, had kept count of the, the numbers mm-hmm. that I had um, watched, because I think I'm somewhere on like 82. <laughs> I don't think there's been enough time in the day for that, is there? No, there has. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. No, I haven't stopped. I just... I, the only time I've stopped today is to watch that, that I just watch watched another. Right well, I, I'm... Mm. I mean, just from that opening shot, you know, of the of the teaser, the well, I t- it's like I told you earlier today, Stephen. Uh, you know, to to for for Kennedy and 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 JJ to have said in the panel that they wanted to go practical and practical effects. I mean, to have to gone to the trouble to actually crash an Imperial Star Destroyer <laughs> to, in, a, in, to the planet, in, yes, just yeah. for that one shot yeah. is stellar. No I mean, telling that, what I kind mean, of seismic disturbances they caused. Well, doing I mean, it. just the devotion to the craft right yep. there. And I'm not talking about the spacecraft. I'm talking about the craft of filmmaking. Right, right. Is just yes, and no. let's not forget, you know, uh, you've got I'm the... full of crap, yes. Yeah. Well, no, I was going to say, let's not forget in the foreground, they actually digitally manipulated the Harrison Ford plane crash to make that X-Wing crash there in the foreground. That was, um, okay. That was not appropriate. Poor taste. Yeah, he's he's still recuperating. He's still getting by. The the melted Darth Vader mask uh-huh. is just an image that is haunting and... Is, is not something that, uh, that Luke kept, apparently. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> Why would he do that? Well, yeah, well, this was my dad's. Well, I mean, like your dad dies, you keep his pocket watch. <laughs> this is more than. Mm, I, I mean, 
I, I think that my dad's pocket knife. Yeah, my dad's well, wallet. Everything came from the pocket. Wouldn't knife. the wouldn't the equivalent of keeping your dad? Well, I guess he cut his hand off with the lightsaber in it. Yeah. So uh, I just can't see Luke picking up a burnout like before they leave indoor after the party's over. Guys, I got to go visit the funeral pyre real quick. Got to pick something up. Ah, ah, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Hold oh, God. R two, hold this. <laughs> Someone did make the point of, like, how many Ewoks do they have to fight off to go find that thing? Um, 11 billion. And that's a scene I hope we get to see. Uh, not because I want to see Ewoks die, but just because I want to see Ewoks, period. Um, and you said you don't think the hand that's handing Leia... I don't think that's scene. alien. I think it's a little alien. I think it's just a little... The, the color's a little... A little off? Yeah. I think you'll be surprised when you see it. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I've been wrong. Well. A lot. Not not often. It's not not often. Not often. So, what show am I on? This is Geek Out Loud. Oh, hey. <laughs> Welcome. I wasn't sure if it was the, the Rebel Talk or... No, no, no. No, it's just Geek Out Loud. Um, and I'm Derek. Now, did you, you watch the panel today? Yes. That led up to this. Yes. And you're not as impressed with BB-8 as I am, are you? No, I'm extremely impressed with okay. BB-8. But the thing is, I, I have suspended all disbelief, and you're you're trying to figure out how it's working, and I'm telling you, he's a droid. He's a droid. Steve, this is real. <laughs> well, yeah, but how does the droid work? They had a cast call, casting call. Oh, and, and he just showed up. In, in London, and this guy huh. came in, and they were like, we have seen you. I mean, you should see his headshots. Yeah, well... Fantastic. He did well, a Dove commercial. He uh he does um he does kind of look straight at the camera in that original teaser. Uh-huh. And it's almost like he's getting ready to flip the double birds as he's rolling along. Yeah, yeah. Sit on <laughs> it and spin. That's right. I am. That, yeah. <laughs> that's what he's like. Look, do like me. Sit on it and spin. Cause that's what he's doing. But it is just fantastic to look at that thing and and watch that thing just work and move. And not even on screen, but just on that stage. Like, right. I, imagine being on that front row Ugh. and seeing little dude roll out like that. It's just fascinating. Because he just came rolling out from around the yeah, corner. He's like, like What's now up? here I am. My autographs are $80. <laughs> now here I am. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up? Now it's my turn. <laughs> oh, R2's out here? Sorry. <laughs> Apparently, he and R2 won't like each other, and as Dave Jones has said, it's because there's this unwritten rule in Star Wars that droids can't get along. Well, it's kind of the... the I mean, uh, in the Star Wars universe, mm -hmm. um, in the Star Wars universe, the... Uh, 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 <laughs> Go ahead. What am I trying to I'm going to spit the, it out. The droids? Hold on, I'm going to spit it out. <laughs> the, dro the droids are the equivalent of Bill Murray and Chevy Chase from... Caddyshack. No. <laughs> they, they just don't get along. <laughs> they'll, they'll be on screen for one scene together. And that's Will, is R2 the Chevy Chase of this movie? Who are we asking? You. Oh, thought you said Will. I no, like, I said, I, well, I was, was going to say Will R2B, but is R2 the, uh, the, the Chevy Chase of this movie? Yes. Yeah. So, so BB-8's running around. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I got, got that going for me. So that's pretty swell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm all right. 
Hey, you, that's one of your favorite songs. It uh, is one of my favorite songs. I appreciate good, you letting it, me jump on here. It's good to have you. I had, I bumped uh, I bumped Andy Babach from the Flash podcast. Oh, don't 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 bump me for you. No, I bumped him for you. Because I've got to bump you to go on Tenth Wonder now. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you about to leave me and go on Tenth Wonder? I got to go on the Tenth Wonder. There's not even anything coming out. This is what's happening. That show's not going to happen. You think that's fake? Just like I thought episode seven was fake? Well, let me ask you this. I think that's the important question right now. Do you now believe? Not until I saw BB-8 roll out on stage. Okay. (laughs) I found out it was real. (laughs) It's like, oh, they went through all this trouble. I guess we're going to do it. BB-8 came rolling out. I was like, well, no, I'm going to tell you. It was BB-8 plus the, I mean, they crashed to start a story. Right, right. So... Between the two things. Nice. Daniel and Indy says they actually forget about R2 and Dragon Behind the Falcon at one point. <laughs> That's his art. He's like, wait. Uh, I do want to thank you, and I mentioned this earlier, for pointing out the uh, the Stormtrooper that just popped straight up into the air. Well, the that explosion. Storm- yeah. Stormtrooper? That yeah. That, I mean, just... That's another reason I think it's real, because that guy really did do that flip. That wasn't CG at all. The Wilhelm Trooper. That's what I'm calling him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think Yahooey is the will. That's how I do it. Okay. <laughs> I can't do it. Isn't that how it is? It's a jumping off point. Okay. <laughs> no, no that's Goofy screams a Wilhelm scream. No. Yes it is. Mm-mm. Look it up. I'm about to. Let me Google that for you. Let me Google that for you. Why did I put the pen in my mouth? Depends. No, why did I put the pin oh, in my mouth? Uh, Wilhelm scream. Goofy. Here it is. That's a Wilhelm scream. But no. there's also there's variations of it. One of them. There's not. No, Goofy is not a Wilhelm. <sighs> yes, it is. No, it's not. Did you Google Goofy? And not Googie. What did I do? Let me get to the. Uh, Run. This is the best goofy yell. It is so named because of its peculiar sound. <laughs> okay, well that stormtrooper did that. Okay, so the stormtrooper does the goofy scream. The goofy trooper. Yeah. Goof troop. I tweeted that crap. It's little Max. Um, and I was pointing out while we were watching a while ago, it looks like that one TIE fighter that's in the air is actually shooting at the hangar stuff. Yes. Somebody, so somebody probably got one. Now, you also, you were texting me earlier, and you and you noticed something from those uh, images from, from the exhibition, from the... Well, it, it would appear that the the... Rebel Alliance is now referred to as the Resistance. Now, where did that come from? Because they're calling the ships in the fleet the Resistance Fighters. Mm -hmm. Like the X-Wings and the other ships are called Resistance Fighters. And then the Troopers are all called the First... What did I call them? First Order. First Order. So apparently the Empire is now called the First Order. Right. But there's... There's stormtroopers, there's snow troopers, there's flame troopers, there's the schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Yes, yes. I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah, it's it's quite the fascinating thing that's going on. So, um, did you happen to see anything else from Celebration today? I did not, just that panel and the yeah. trailer. EFX has, they're coming out with a, like a, a 
they're the people that did the original Master Effects lightsabers mm-hmm. and everything. I saw the I saw the new Vader they've got coming out yes. in the Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. They're doing a uh, a life size Yoda puppet based on the original mold. Be eleven billion dollars. It'll be yes. You'll have to finance your house and. I mean those those figures are like two hundred each, aren't mm-hmm. they? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I must have it. Yeah, they always did like the prop replicas and stuff really well, but, um, <clears throat> so, uh, so that's that's one of the things I've seen come out today, and they've done they Hot Wheels Mattel has done their panel, and uh, I haven't seen any images yet from the Hot Wheels panel, but I'm interested to see those because those little cars are cool, man. Mm-hmm. Those Star Wars cars, so. Well, dude, I'll let you go do the 10th Wonder, and I'm going to close shop around here, but uh, thanks for jumping on real quick. I know everyone was glad to hear from you. Namaste. Don't dream Dreamweaver. <laughs> Dreamweaver. Don't forget you can hear Derek and my ramblings along with our good friend Sheena on round three. And also? Starkville Labs. That's the other one. Yeah, that's all of them. So. You can also catch me on... No, I'm just kidding. On 10th oh, Wonder. 10th Wonder, yeah. I forgot about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, online at the Daily Journal. And, yeah, and sometimes, you know, I'm on Geek Out Loud. That's right. Yeah. Whenever you want to be. Just name it. I'll o- show up. Open invitation. I'm always around. Oh, I don't know. Oh, dream. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have to listen to Starkville Labs when it's out to, to get that. So, all right, man. Have a good night, my friend. And he's out, just like that. I mean, like, he just, he just Batmaned me. Before I could go hang up, he freaking Batmaned me as I was laughing. Well played. Well played to Derek Russell. Guys, that's what I've got on this one, my friends. Um, I am just absolutely 100% excited uh, for what's going on in the realm of Star Wars. Uh, It's just some good stuff happening. And uh, wish I was at Celebration. Thanks to everyone who's been uh, tweeting hashtag this one's for steve or hashtag t-o-f-s i i I tend to see the hashtag this one's for steve more than the t-o-f-s so uh if you see erish on if you're out at celebration you happen to pick this up and listen to it and you see erish make sure you holler pass the corn at him uh swinemer was out there john swinemer of disney vault talk fame wearing his geek out loud t-shirt and i thank him for that that's how and he spotted Teresa, and they took a picture together Thanks to Riley and Teresa for coming on. Thanks to Andy for calling in. Thanks to Dave Jones. Thanks to Derek Russell uh, for calling in and being a part of the show. And thank you guys for listening in. Appreciate you guys who are listening live at Mixer.com slash Goloverse. If you want to support the shows, you can do so by going to GeekOutPodcast.com or GeekOutOnline.com and using the Amazon links there. We greatly appreciate that. If you want to support the shows directly, you can do so at Patreon.com slash geek out loud and we appreciate your support that way incredibly so so very much and uh, i've had people write in and say i'm sorry they can't do patreon don't ever be sorry you can't do patreon i'm sorry that i even ask it it's always embarrassing but i just want you to know how much it's appreciated uh that you would take your time and energy and money to do uh patreon at patreon.com slash geek out loud Facebook.com slash Geek Out Loud. On Twitter, we're Twitter. Uh, we're at Geek Out Loud, at Goliverse. And I'm at Steve Glosson. <clears throat> I don't know if we'll be back tomorrow night or not. 
uh, maybe the last night I have to do some celebration, not at celebration coverage. So we'll try. Everyone who's joined us via the podcast, thank you so much. If you head over to iTunes and leave us a rating and review, we'd greatly appreciate that. It helps people know more and more about the show. Again, thanks everyone for the hashtag. This one's for Steve. Wherever you're at, I hope you're having a good whatever you're having. Until next time, I'm Steve Gloss, and we'll see you on the next Geek Out Loud.